this game is so mental. And of course, I played it all my life, and I, I love it. I research it. I, I'm a, I coached it. I, it's, I've had all facets. I talk about it on a daily basis, and uh, I'm, I'm so passionate about it. And, you know, it's just such a mental grind. Uh, and I can't even imagine. I've never played a 162-game season plus playoffs, God willing, to get there. But just reading books uh, from former major league players, I've read Sean, Sean Green's book, The Fuller Outfielder. I've, I've, I've in the middle of Mike Piazza's book. We all know his story at this point and going to the Hall of Fame, being the 162-round pick or whatever it was. And uh, I've read Frank Catalanato, who was a good, good story. Kid from Long Island, I believe it was. Or, and, and, you know, he, he basically outworked, outstudied, out, out, yeah, just outperformed and out, out studied everybody to get where he was, out prepared everybody, I guess I should say, to get to where he is or where he was because he's a former major leaguer. Now he's retired. But uh, he, was, he was great to watch play and, and um, you know, just such a grinder, man. And, and his book was great. Talked a little bit about the mental grind and how much you have to prepare and uh, saying that he basically would, would have never have made it to as far as he did without that preparation, without that work ethic, without being a student of the game. And that's something you always try to preach to, to kids, to players. Um, and it's not just in baseball, man. It's in life. You, get, you have to prepare yourself for the game of life. And you have to, you have to make sure that, you know, you're ready to go. And, and one of these quotes that I love by the guy who basically changed my baseball life and, and got me to become the player that I, that I am today, or was at least in college. And it wasn't a spectacular player, but it was a player that was good to play on that level, who was a great teammate, who tried his butt off, who prepared, he practiced as much as you could with, you know, the injuries that I ended up having. And um, Joe Iannucci, guy that I, you know, he was my coach. He saved my baseball career. Basically, I I'll always say that. I'll always credit that. I credit my dad first and foremost for giving me the love of baseball and uh, to get me in the game and, and bringing me up and, and teaching me the fundamentals. Um, but then, I, and my dad, you know, obviously never, he never really played all that much and, and he doesn't, you know, do the research, but he enjoys the game and he's just not as knowledgeable as, as Joe of any cage and stumbled in there as a, what, 16 year old kid, 17 year old kid. And, you know, just trying to, to make a summer team so I could continue playing and get myself to the next level. And AAU teams were kind of just becoming big at that point. And, you know, he always says something to me and, and to everybody that he coaches and works with that if you stay ready, if you stay prepared, you'll never have to get ready. And that's, that's a huge saying. And, and I, I always say to all my kids, and I, I – I use it in, and I, I implement it in my life as well because no matter what you do, if you're a sports talk radio host, you're a professional athlete, you're a chemist, you're a surgeon, you're a nurse, you're anything, anything, man, a teacher, you prepare, you're organized, you're, you're ready to go, you're prepared, you'll never have to get ready in life. And, and that's one of the biggest things that you can, you can do. And I just love that. You know, especially in baseball, you can you can do that, and and it's like I said, it's such a mental grind, and and just to be able to be prepared and and whatnot, it's 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 such such a great game, beautiful game, and you know the the, the game within the game is what I really love, and and that's what you really appreciate, and that's what some people who aren't real baseball fans, they just 
oh, the game's slow, it's boring, it doesn't pick up, and I don't get it, and why does it take so long, and why are the game's three, four hours? It's crazy. Why isn't this guy throwing balls? Why doesn't he just throw it over the plate so they can hit it or he's swinging at it at least? No, there's, a, there's the game inside the game that becomes so precious, so important. Every single pitch is so high magnitude, especially in the World Series in the postseason. It's, it's outstanding. One pitch could make the entire difference of a baseball game. A jump, uh, you know, a play not made, a play made, a heads-up play, uh, a base running error, uh, something along those lines. Physical errors, yeah, they're going to happen. But at the same time, you know, man, if you prepare, like it comes back to that whole mantra, you prepare, you get yourself ready, you put yourself in the best possible position to be successful, you will be. And, um, you know, that's what these two teams are trying to do with the Cubbies and, and the Indians. And you look at, you know, Jason Hayward, for example, who's up right now. This man signed an eight-year contract worth $100 million, whatever it was, a couple hundred million dollars, however much he's making. And, you know, I, I wasn't a big fan of hit the, him at the plate. He, he's a supreme. He's a plus-plus outfielder, great speed, great glove, but not much of, a, not much of a, a consistent hitter. And he's struggled. He's really struggled in this postseason. He had, I think, I believe a hit or two yesterday. So he's starting to get himself out of it. Joe Madden had benched him for a little while in the postseason, but he's starting to get back into the lineup. And, and he's just really not seeing the ball well. Nice little cutter, two-seamer there by, by Bauer strikes him out, and he's not even swinging. And, you know, it, it's tough because these guys are so talented – but if they get in their head about their performance and what's going on, they're useless to you. It doesn't matter. They can have all the talent in the world, but if you have a player that gets in their own way and gets in their own head, then it's, it's, it's not going to do you any good. And you can have a player that's not as, not as talented as a Jason Hayward, but is, is supremely confident and, and just mentally strong. Boy, you know, sometimes that's better. But as a coach, that's the thing. You have to make those decisions. You have to know your players. And, and I think that is an undervalued quality of a manager. And uh, I know just from coaching AAU baseball, 12 to 16-year-olds, that it's, it's difficult. Obviously, it's not on the same level. I'm not even trying to compare it to the major league level. But, and, you know, when I played as well, and, and you know, there were, there were kids ta- more talented than I was. And they would get more opportunities than I would because I wasn't as talented as them. And the coaches, obviously, the coaches, they, they always wanted to see if the talent – would, you know, the cream would rise to the top and their talent would show through. But, you know, being a manager and knowing baseball players, you know, you have to have, of course, that, that sense of, you know, who's mentally there, who's mentally tough, who's mentally ready to go, maybe who needs a mental break and, and really needs to kind of get themselves on the right track by taking a day or two off. And, and I remember there were plenty of times in college, I'm not naming names because I don't do that here on the radio. You know, you, you talk about it behind closed doors and whatnot, but we're not talking about it on the radio name-wise. Uh, but there were a couple of players that were better than me, and they would always get opportunities, and it would, it would stink. It really would, it would really suck, and it was hard. You know, there was, it, it, it's not easy. It's not easy to grind of, of playing a sport in day in and day out at a high level like the college level where, you know, you're doing everything you're right, you're doing your best, you're trying your hardest, you're, you're preparing – and you're not playing. It's, it's tough. It's like being a backup quarterback. It's like being a bench player. 